You talk about God blessing, talking about the gift. And so what we really need to talk about today is, is, is what happened last week in terms of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and how we benefit from that. And so this is actually part two of what was going on last week, what we were trying to get over to some folk who did not have a clue. But for those of us who understand that, that wait a minute, something happened that was extraordinary. Something happened out of the ordinary. Something happened such that I am the benef uh, benefactor of, of the blessing of God. If you will, if you have your Bible, turn with me to the book of Romans, the book of Romans, the book of Romans, hallelujah, the book of Romans, and go with me to the fifth chapter. The fifth chapter, the fifth chapter, the fifth chapter, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts of the Apostles, Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, that's where you'll find it. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts of the Apostles, Romans, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians. That's where you'll find it. Romans, 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 the fifth chapter. Drop down with me about to the ninth verse. The ninth verse reading in the New King James translation says, Much more than having been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him we shall be saved I, I, I'm going to stop right there because the rest of it is going to speak for itself tell somebody I got the gift I got the gift I got oh, tell, tell somebody else you know I really I got the gift the reason I'm here is because I got the gift amen you may be seated in the name of Jesus I wanted to open with that, but our key verse will be found somewhere around verse, oh, about verse 18. Therefore, as though, or, or through one man's offense, judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation. Even so, through one man's righteous act, the free gift came to all men resulting in justification of life all right all right and so let me go back let me open up with this and then this fifth chapter and as we deal with this ninth verse and as we go forth in god that's why i i, I struggle with this to to decide what to call or how to title this because at one point i was like i'm back I'm, I, I'm glad to be back with God. I'm glad to be because I found out that when I was without God, I, things that would happen to me, I didn't know how to deal with, nor understand, or I could, couldn't shake it off. I, I couldn't come back up myself. But, but now that I'm back with God, I understand that everything happens for a reason. I understand that all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. I recognize that no matter what I'm doing, dealing with in life preacher that, that 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 God has a divine purpose in that thing that's happening in around me yes, sir. 
I found that, that I have to experience some things to go through some things to understand my dependency upon God. Because every now and then I get to thinking that I can handle stuff all by myself. Every now and then I think that I don't need nobody else when the fact of the matter is that I need God every day of my life. The fact of the matter is that with every breath that I take it's because God ordained it so. It's because I'm still in my right mind. God was ordering my mind and God was keeping me throughout all of my trials and tribulations. And so, so I, I thought I, I would get into, I'm back. I, you know, it's good to be back when, when you've been away. It's, it's good to be back. Yeah. When, when, when you feel like, oh, hallelujah, my daughter came to visit us last week and, and, and she just kept commenting on how good it was just to be back home. Man. She has her own life established in other places, but somehow or another, coming back home just makes everything all right. You feel a calmness and a peace and something that's there that you couldn't find anywhere else. He says, last week we dealt with the crucifixion and the resurrection of Jesus. Much more than having now been justified it says that i understand that it was because of his blood that that that, that he made a sacrifice for my life that that he looked into the future and saw me coming knowing that sin was on my trail and made a sacrifice in his blood that we might be saved that we might be delivered that we might be set free from the wrath through him the wrath see somebody understand don't understand what the wrath is you see when you are not with god then that means you must be against god and if you are against God, what do you have that can combat against God? What do you have that can compare to God? How can you withstand the wrath of God? I'd rather have God on my side. I'd rather have God with me than God being against me. I'd rather have him whom I can run to rather than run from. I'd rather have a God that I know who has kind and has mercy within his hand. I, I'd rather be with God rather than against the wrath of God and then the Bible says that he says for if when we were enemies we were reconciled to God through the death of his son in other words we were reconciled or bought back into rightness with God we were reconciled to him through the death of his son because I love Jesus, because I accept him as my savior, God no longer looks to my wrongness, but he looks for the Jesus that's in me. 
he looks for his son the love that I have for him because of his sacrifice for me and because I love the sacrifice I love what he became for me I love what he did for me I love him because of who he is I love him because of what he's done I love him because he is God I love him because he is my deliverer I love him because he loved me before I can even love myself he loved me I God then looks at the love that I have for Jesus inside of me. That's when you begin to understand when the songwriter says, he looked beyond my faults. And he saw my need. He saw that I needed a savior. He saw that I needed somebody that could that 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 could be the ultimate sacrifice for me. And so we were reconciled to God through the death of the son. Much more having been reconciled, he says we shall be saved or we shall be delivered by his life. Oh my God. We shall be delivered by his life. The life of Christ says that that listen death could not hold him it says the life of christ it says that wait a minute if death can't hold you then that means you have everlasting life that there is no force in the land that can keep you down that says that if i have jesus in me then there is no force in the land that can keep me down wait a minute somebody needs to understand what that's all about because of death death brings along with it some elements that we seemingly can't get around death will bring some sorrow death will bring some sadness death will bring tears and hurt and pain but wait a minute wait a minute i begin to understand now that jesus is life in me and since i have life the things that death is trying to bring carries no weight with me because i believe in everlasting life and so if there's everlasting life then he's got to turn my sorrow and my sadness back into gladness and joy if there is life in me then i've got to understand my tears will be dried up and wiped away if i understand that there is a life in me then all of the pain that i go through all the suffering that i deal with will be healed and god will set me free when i'm held down bound down god will break the chains that i might rise up again he says he says i'm saved by his life that's why we can shout in here in the midst of stuff going on because we have life we have eternal life we have everlasting life the life of jesus in us he says not only that here he, he, he what it is this is what we couldn't get to last week not only that verse 11 but we also rejoice in god he saw us up here singing their hearts out and folk looking like they 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 they, they, they the audience at the apollo <laughs> sitting here waiting on their approval yeah not understand no 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 we rejoice 
we rejoice we're glad about the fact that God is through uh, uh, through our lives or in our lives through Christ Jesus whom we've now have, have now received reconciliation in other words we're glad about the fact of being or knowing that God has been reconciled unto us in other words I was on the outs but now I'm back on the inside I'm, we're, we're, we're glad see when we come in the church reverend that some of us understand that you know what if it had not been for the Lord on my side I got something to be glad about I, you know, and we, 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 we can look at others and look at the world and look at situations but and say that, you know, Lord, I'm glad that that, that it wasn't me. My turn didn't come up to de deal with all of the pain and deal with all of the stuff that's going on. And Lord, I'm just glad about the fact that grace and mercy showed up this morning. That grace and mercy carried me through the day. That grace and mercy brought me back home. I, I'm glad God that somewhere along the line I did not lose my mind. I, I'm glad God that even though I'm hurting on the inside I still got enough power to give you praise. Tell somebody I got the gift. I, and he says look I'm glad I we rejoice, we rejoice about being reconciled. Therefore, he says, just as, as a one man, he gets to talking about Adam, how, how one man introduced sin into the world. And then in sin into the world, and, and sin has a rider. Sin has, 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 has someone coming with it. And sin has death riding alongside him. He says, and then he discusses the, the law. He said when there was no law, you know, sin would just run rampant. There could be no, no judgment. But then we had to introduce the law so that people could get themselves right to have a standard. But then the law wasn't good enough. The law couldn't do what it needed to do. And so we had to step the game up a little bit more because people found themselves that nobody could follow the law. That nobody could keep the law. And even those who thought that they were saved and sanctified, even those who thought they were holy and all that, even those that thought they had never sinned, sin showed up anyhow. Even those that were thinking and looking down their noses at everybody else. Even though church folk were coming to church every Sunday singing praises and hymns under God. But yet going back out and pulling, looking down on somebody else. Stepping over your neighbor and digging ditches for them as well as digging ditches for themselves. Even though that was still going on. The law could not do what grace could do. He says, nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. Oh, oh, even those who had not sinned or thought they had not sinned. He says they were still in the likeness of Adam. The transgressions that were. But watch this. Go down to verse 15. He says, but the free gift. Oh, my God. Thank God for the gift. The gift is not like the offense. Wait a minute, what is he talking about? I need to catch somebody up here. Adam brought in sin and sin brought in death. Jesus brought in the gift of everlasting life. 
everlasting life gets you eternal grace and mercy. Oh my God. He says, look, look, look. He says, he says, but the, but, the, but the gift is not like the offense. The offense being what Adam had done. And so that when one man sinned, everybody fell into that same boat called sin. But he says, here's what the gift does. He says, for by one man's offense, many died. Much more the grace of God and the what? Was uh, the gift by the grace of one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many. Grace outtrumps sin every time. Oh my God. Think about that. Grace shows up when sin has had its way with you, but grace will still come in and say, listen, you can do better than that. You don't have to stay down. Grace comes in and says, there's yet power within you to rise up again. Grace comes in and says, there is reconciliation. Grace comes in and says, there is forgiveness. Grace will come in and say, there is a fresh anointing. Grace will come in and lift you up out of darkness. Grace will come in and restore you. Grace will come in and give you back the things that the devil has taken from you. Grace will come in and bless your family. See, some of us have to go through that multiple times. It's not just a one-time affair. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes God allows grace to come in and only have a limited stay. Because if you just stayed in that one thing, you would never learn to trust him in anything else. After a while, we would simply start to depend upon the thing that God blessed us with and think that that was the thing that was blessing us when God says, no, I'm the one who blessed you. Let me show you I can bless you in other areas as well. Anybody here need a multi-blessing? Lord, don't come with you just one way. I need, I need multiple blessings. I, I need you, I need to be covered on every side. Let me hurry on, let me, I'm just about done, y'all, I'm just about done. He says, look here. He says, he says, much more the grace, by the gift gift by the grace of one man, Jesus Christ abounded to many. And the gift is not like that which came from the one who sinned. He said, no, 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 it ain't like that. It ain't like that. Even though through one man sin, everybody else, we we all had to go through it. We all had to suffer through it. For the judgments which came from one offense resulted in condemnation. In other words, we were condemned because of what Adam did. But the free gift. Oh, don't, don't, don't think... Because your picture on the back, your name on the roll. Don't think it's about how much money you gave, how committees you serve on. No, 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 no. But what he's talking about, he says, but the free gift. Oh my God. The free gift. The Greek word is dorema. Dorema. It means to bestow 
to give, to place upon, or to give therein freely. The gift, but the free gift that was bestowed on you. Oh my God, somebody really don't understand what the gift is. The gift, he says, which came, which came from many offenses resulted in justification. What did God just say? He said, look, all of the sin that was going on, I had to up my gift because of your history, because of your lineage, because of where you came from, because of who you're dealing with, because of the stuff that you're dealing with in life. I had to up my gift. I had to give grace a greater authority. I had to give grace greater power than what sin could do. In other words, it doesn't matter how long you've been a sinner. It doesn't matter how deep you've been a sinner. But when grace shows up, grace will clean you up. Grace will pick you up. Grace will wash you up. Grace will keep you. And the best part about it, you didn't have to pay a thing for it. The best part about it, you couldn't pay anything for it. The best part about it, that Jesus paid it all. He said, for by one man's offense, one man's offense, death reigned through one. He says, much more. Somebody say, much more. Much more. Those who receive abundance. How much grace? Abundance of grace. And the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. He says, he says, look, as long as you got the gift, as long as you accept Jesus as your personal savior, as long as you understand that there's power in his name, if you understand that there's an anointing associated with him, as long as you know that God is God and God all by himself, as long as you know that, listen, I shall repent of my sins, as long as you understand that God, I'm asking for forgiveness, God, I, I want to be in your will, as long as you understand that you have a relationship with him, as long as you understand that there's no weapon formed against you that's going to prosper, you understand some things about God that the rest of the world cannot understand, you are walking in the gift. Somebody in here needs to walk in the gift, knowing that, you know what, every now and then I fall down. Every now and then I stumble. But because I've got the gift, I can get back up again. Because I know Jesus for myself, I can keep on pressing on. I, I can keep on going on. Because I've got the gift, the gift that came from Calvary's cross. It was much more than him just getting up. But when he got up, he gave me the gift. He said, I don't have to suffer. I don't have to die. I don't have to be down. I don't have to be broken. But I know that I know that I know I've got a God that paid the price for me. And so therefore, I'm going to walk in victory. I'm going to walk in my fresh anointing. I'm going to stand and tell the rest of the world that Jesus still saves. That he's an awesome God. He's an awesome God that saves and delivers his people out of the muck and the mire. Yes, I got the gift.
when people look at you and wonder how you made it over said you just tell them i got the gift when people look at you when they surmise and sum up all of the things that you've gone through when they look at your hospital bill they said how are you surviving how are you getting through how are you getting along well i can make it because i got the gift when you lose your job when people walk out on you when you have to turn your back and folk have turned their backs on you you know that you can still make it why because you got the gift and as long as you got the gift as long as you got jesus you got enough to start all over again in fact i want to clarify something when i say start all over again most people tend to think i've got to go back down to the bottom i got to go back to the end of the line i got to go to the starting point but when you got the gift grace comes along with it when you got the gift favor comes along with it and favor says you may start last but you gonna finish first favor says you gonna be the head and not the tail favor says that you were down but you're gonna be back up people will wonder how did you get to the front of the line it's all about the gift working inside of me it's jesus working on the inside jesus being made manifest on the outside it's about the gift of god yes there's gonna be storms yes there's gonna be trials yes there's gonna be tribulation yes there's gonna be trouble but trouble thank god don't last always thank god the weeping may endure for a night but joy comes in the morning i may have to cry sometimes oh sometimes i have to cry but fight on king jesus i know that my god will make a way out of no way why because i've got the gift the gift of god which is salvation and eternal life the door of the church is open